hey everybody out there uh in uh, in the internet world internet land uh welcome to the uh season finale of uh talk amongst yourselves a uh reflection on 10 years of the marvel cinematic universe uh and it is april 27th and for everyone all across the world what that means is everyone is out to go see infinity war uh, we have already seen it, and when I say we, we have a full cast of characters plus one uh, to talk about Infinity War in a spoiler-free and spoiler-filled adventure that we're going to have. Uh, as always, uh, I'm I'm going to be your host, uh, Joe Machado, so uh, hey everybody. Uh, to my left is my buddy Brian. Brian, what's going on, man? Uh, not much right now, just looking forward to kind of reminiscing about this even more than we've already been doing, right? Like It's fresh. It's- it's fresh. We're it the feels. I'm you really glad we were it. able to do it the, today. Yeah, right. it's we've uh, we're all really excited from seeing the movie, and it's right there, fresh in our minds. We got to the, sleep on it. It's the, not like some uh, of us more than others. So. The the roller coaster that was like wee moment, and then punch in the face, and then wee moment, and then punch in the face all throughout that two hours and forty minutes. Whew, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, uh, to my right, my buddy uh, Jeff. What's going on? Hey there, how we doing? Uh, I, there's a lot to unpack. There is. We have a lot to get through. It's it's going to be a lot of fun, though. Meaty. I promise <laughs> uh, to not tear up like I did last night. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, in our producer's booth, my buddy uh, Jared. Jared, what's going on, man? Good morning, everyone. I do want to say that uh, I'm still feeling those feelings. Like, I woke up like as if someone had actually passed in my life, in Hell real yeah. life. And I woke up like, it can't be real. It can't be real. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. will tell you uh, what happened. And, and you will hear you're, that. You're just hoping for that dream I sequence. Really think a exactly. That, like, just... A big part of that is we have to wait another year to, oh, yeah. to figure this all out. We will, we, we will get into the details of these events <laughs> uh, yes. uh, in our spoiler-filled segment. Uh, and we are joined uh, by a good buddy of mine. Uh, he is a contributor to the Game Set Match podcast, which I am on, and he is the host of the Last Line Show on YouTube. Uh, Jonathan Boozer is with us. Boozer, what's up, buddy? I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Just emotionally, physically. I, can, can anyone hear the feeling that if we're all having If you guys are right wondering, also, if you like, haven't seen the film yet, my brain is just on like a level of like theorizing every way I can save the people I love. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, clearly this person. You're, you're, you're totally being Tony Stark. Right I'm so again, like, okay, I can, I can, I can save build everyone. an armor around the world. I can do like, it. I can do all of this. You know what? Everything was a dream sequence. I don't know. Like something. You, you're gonna to wind happen. up building an Ultron. You know that. I'm right? going to build an Ultron. I'll, I'll, do, I'll take the sacrifice. <laughs> I'll take the extinction level event to not have to go through this again. Yes, exactly. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. But we uh, but we have a lot to get into. Uh, so for those of you wondering, uh, the first uh, 15 minutes or so are going to be dedicated. It is spoiler-free review of the film. We're all going to go through the things that we liked about the film as a film, not including spoilers, and then we will dive into the actual events. So if you do not want to be spoiled on the film, do yourself a favor. Uh, at about the 15-minute mark, please jump to something else. <laughs> And we'll we'll, we'll mark hanger. it clearly. We will yeah. mark. We will give you a, a nice little thirty second pause. We'll tell you why we we give you the pause, but nonetheless. Um, so yeah, we've been waiting ten years for this moment. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War, uh, uh, the culmination of a lot of uh, emotional drama, a lot of action, a lot of excitement, a lot of adventure. We laughed. We cried. We laughed. We, we kissed cried. some theater money goodbye. Oh oh, a lot of it. Tons of it. Yeah. Um, uh, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say the 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 most interesting part of this is that this was an Avengers movie 
But it was a Thanos movie. It, yes. It was. He, uh, was I think, Brian, you said he had majority of the screen time, you would say, right? Right. Like, I would say, yeah. I, I think as they were going into it, a lot of people said this was like the Thor and Thanos show. The Thurs show, uh, as the, it were. The I think it was more um, Thanos than... It was way more Thanos than anybody else. Um, I think that a lot of people have expected, but we will... Uh, there's we'll a lot... There's even a lot of ties into the fact that it is the Thanos movie, like the stuff that happens in the in the post-credits. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely Thanos' movie. It, I mean, there's they, Avengers. They, there's there's Avengers in the movie, but it's Thanos's movie, and yeah. they put yeah. a lot of work into that and into you knowing yeah. Thanos. Yeah. What was that? Thirteen movies worth of uh, of, of teasing build up, and you got a Thanos movie. You finally yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into the synopsis of the film, and then we'll and then we'll review the film. We'll give it a nice little grade. Uh, uh, it's been months since the Avengers uh, were destroyed by the Sokovia Accords, and across the world a recovery effort is underway. Tony and Pepper are planning their wedding and talking about children. Vision and Wanda are trying to make it work, and Peter is just enjoying the ride to school. However, billions of years away, the Mad Titan Thanos has made his first move to repair the galaxy. Having already acquired the Power Stone from the Nova Corps on Xandar, Thanos attempts to achieve what he set out to accomplish eight years ago, completing the Infinity Gauntlet to bring balance to a universe he sees on the brink of extinction. I kind of wish we had done that in the Casey Kasem voice. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Casey uh, Kasem. Like the, like the Civil <laughs> War synopsis. It's been months since the event. <laughs> right? I'm just, oh my God, it's got to be just like a... You know, in Ghostbusters, a pretty pesky poltergeist. Pretty pesky right? poltergeist. Um, just saying. As, I'm glad... I, I, you read it amazingly but I, i'm not gonna lie after the fact i just kind of wish he had done it in the casey Kasem voice yeah. um, um so avengers versus avengers it's avengers versus avengers uh so uh i want to be able to grade the film as a film for those of you who are out there who are listening who have not seen the film yet i know a lot of people like to go they want to make sure they're seeing a great film Right. So, I, again, no spoilers in this segment, but I want to grade the film as a film. What did the Russo brothers do as directors that you like, what they didn't like? If you were to give the film a grade from A to F, where would you stand? And what were some of the things of, of about the film as a film that really resonated with you or that you didn't like going forward? Whew, that's a tough one. Um, I'll give it this. Uh I came out of that movie. It didn't feel like two hours and forty minutes. No, not at all. Right? It was, like, wasn't it two thirty? Two. The Civil War was like two thirty. This one was like two forty. Two thirty. Yeah. No. It's, um, it's, it's uh. It's the longest Marvel movie so far. I think it beats Civil War by like five minutes though. <laughs> um, semantics, right? Yeah. Um, but it didn't. It didn't feel like it was that long. Like uh, BVS. Like I came out of that one and I was just like, okay, that was like five hours. Uh, and I wanted to end it like two. That was, that uh, I'm sorry, that's me. That's I'll ragging on DC. We're not here for that. Not here for that. You came out of that movie. I was like, "What year is it? Right. <laughs> do you bleed?" And uh, so I uh, do. I've been here for so long. I bleed out of everywhere. Um, <laughs> but I like. I came out of that movie, and it didn't feel like that long had passed. Like it was yeah. just thing after thing after yeah, thing. Yeah, and I think that's thing. part of it. How how frenetic um, it had just, to be. There was no lulls. It was just like, even Um, the slow points were like still building and uh entertaining. So there's, I, I'd give it like a, a a solid, like 85 out of a hundred. So like a B, like a B, B plus, right? Around there. um, I would say 
it was one of the more emotional Marvel movies I've watched. Mm-hmm. There's and that emotions they evoked just like excitement for seeing these characters, but like sadness, um, disbelief, um, connection, and uh, uh, with with the characters and just understanding what they've gone through because technically we've gone through it with them uh, through this ten year yeah. journey. Um, and I would say I was gonna say B plus A minus area somewhere. I, actually, no, there. I'm gonna adjust it to an A minus. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, what we talk about when, like, the villain motivation is what really sells a movie. They sold me. Yeah, because on this, for, they for sold it. For now. a long sold time, it. for a long time, they had issues with kind of one dimensional uh, villains. No, we we think about Ronan the Accuser, uh, uh, who. Who could have been <laughs> such an interesting guy if we got even the slightest bit of motivation? Slightest, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, which I'm hoping there's more trying. than a throwaway line that he's like a racist. Yeah, or yeah, the, yeah, right. Or <laughs> most of the characters that just go crazy for no reason, just like out of nowhere, they're just like, "Fuck, I hate everyone." Or, or like yellow I, jacket. Yeah. Right. Great setup. Hello. Tarred with powers. I, I am the I am the Red Skull. I have a super soldier serum that makes me kill everybody. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm even worse than a Nazi. That's yeah. the that's his entire motivation in that Nazi movie. Times two. You, I am Nazi times two. I am Nazi times two. Nazi squared. I am the Uber Nazi. Um, the um, so but like so yeah, yeah. so I, B plus A, a minus, minus like yeah. somewhere right in that range. I I really uh, do think they kicked it up a notch with yeah. the villain. That's. Whew. That that's uh, a big one. Boozer Jared, what about you guys? I mean, I felt that they did like if we're just talking about it as a movie and not a Marvel movie, I feel it is easily one of the best action movies I've ever seen. Just with the scene for scene, the shot for shot, like the CG was on point. There was only one complaint I had about it, and that's like spoiler territory. Okay. We'll get um, into that, yeah. But yeah, like I've watched a lot of spy thrillers. I've watched a lot of action movies. I mean, if you look behind, you can see exactly what I have. Like, you know what movie he has movies. Yeah. He has movies. I, it was a great action movie that had actual emotion. Yeah. Cool. What about you? Listen, you know what? I'm I'm going to go the extreme route. Listen, if God of War can get 10 out of 10, (laughs) I'm going A plus plus. I, and, and, okay. and here's the thing. I'm not going to say it's like a perfect movie. Like, it has its flaws, but I Boy. feel like it deserves... Then it's not an A++. Plus no, plus. I don't care. Like, it still deserves a high... Like, nothing is perfection, but I still yeah, think... That's, that's why A exists. I don't care. I, I'm still giving it an A++. Plus plus. It, it, is, it is perfect in the way of, like... I think it is the most perfect comic book movie we have gotten. I was going to say, maybe you want to put I'm a caveat gonna put, on I'm going to put that? a caveat that is the perfect comic book movie. Well, well, we'll put another one on there. It is the perfect comic book movie until you see the sequel. Uh, there we go. So there I agree with that. So this is the, probably one of the very best. Co- this is a hard comic book movie. Yeah. Like we were talking about in our previous podcast, like Winter Soldier first introduced us to that idea of a genre movie that just happens to have superheroes in it. Like the first one that was done really well mm-hmm. by the Russo, um, mm-hmm. by the Russo brothers. Um, but this is this is really a comic book movie. Like it is defined by the fact that it is comic book characters in it. What were the Russos known for before Community? This? Really, yeah. Which is which is amazing that that Marvel Community. took a chance on them, um, and, and then they were writers on the first Captain America film. I would okay. I would almost I would almost put and this directed the that this was because if we're thinking about genre movies, whereas Winter Soldier was a spy movie, I feel like this is a disaster movie. 
like a I almost a natural yeah. disaster movie I would say that, in which the, the natural disaster movie has a motivation and uh, is some you know <laughs> the tornado has the a motivation tornado has a motivation um, the, the sharknado if you will right uh, <laughs> I for that but the 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 devastation destruction parts of the movie are so minor like they're yeah, they're, true, true. they're so quick and then done and then they really never even visit it again you know what, and and I don't want to get off track, but you know what this kind of reminded me of now that you mention it because it's not necessarily a genre film. I I get a very interesting like these religious action films that are coming out, like Noah, for example. <laughs> but these films where the main character, Kings of Egypt, truly believes, like. What they're doing is true. What they're doing yeah. is right. I, what I agree with so that. So, like, like uh, I'm trying to think of some other, but Noah's the one that stands out, which yeah. has um, Russell uh, Crowe Crow in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Gladiator in a boat. Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. would you st- would you actually say that it is still a genre movie, and the fact that it's probably what truly a superhero genre film should be? Because we always look at like superhero films not as a genre film. But it's just like, oh, it's a superhero movie. Well, I we don't never think superhero like, films get the same respect that other but the, films do. But do you think that in the this, same, like, what I'm saying is, like, can this give that kind of that, that respect cre- Create the criteria for a Create genre. the criteria think, for this. I think the problem is, if you've never watched a film before, you are really lost. Yeah. Right. With this, genre this, films, yeah. you get what spy yeah. movies right. are. This superhero movie some, can't exist in a vacuum. True. True, if you were just yeah. to come in and watch Infinity War, like I'd be, we went to go see it with You'd Megan, who's seen but... Guardians one and two and Doctor Strange, and those are the only Marvel movies she's seen. Yeah. I'd be really, in, oh, I'm sorry, in Black Panther, I'd be really interested to see her take well on this on movie. This uh, um, my my brother's girlfriend went and saw it uh, with us last night, yeah. and um, she has seen uh, Ragnarok, um, and she's seen both Guardians movies, and I think she sat through a little bit of Doctor Strange. I, she loved it. She thought it was good. She thought it was a good movie. I mean, she didn't get as enthused as everyone who's seen yeah, every she emotional, emotional impact. She didn't have that emotional impact. But she's like, I can't believe it ended the way it did. Well, that's well, yeah. We'll, I get, mean, into, we'll, get, we'll into get into that. that in a but, but but I mean, there is that can impact still us, there. Can any of us? Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna give it a solid B plus. Uh, the Russo brothers get a lot of credit because they managed a really huge cast really yeah. well. Uh, they also and on that note, every single character had an ample amount of screen time to yeah. make it worth it their while. It was incredibly while. balanced to, to have their comedic beats, their serious beats. They yeah. uh, <laughs> they get a lot of credit because they they do things that Brian and I love. The <clears> the um we'll we'll get into it, but they, there are things they don't show on screen, but that is done through dialogue. Uh, yeah, oh, which I yeah. think is a ballsy oh, thing God, to do. Yes. Uh, they do. You don't a, need to show me everything. There are a couple yep. of flashbacks mm-hmm. that are really important, uh, but yep. I I'm not a huge fan of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, only, I think two, right? There were only two. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, but I think they were used not bad. To good. They're they're yeah. they're relevant. I I I. It's not I the arrow like, where it's a flashback yeah, every ten seconds. Yeah. Oh I just don't like yeah. flashbacks yeah. as a, really as a way wake. to tell a story. Right. So bad. You don't want it to be. And that's only because. That's only because I've, it's been proven to me that amazing things can happen without flashbacks, like so, uh, flashbacks, like Punisher sequence and all that stuff. Yeah, flashbacks used correctly is is fine. Like when they're used to enhance the story or to move the story forward, that's fine. But like you said, like Punisher's uh, exposition in the graveyard in Daredevil season two is pro- is one of the greatest origin moments because he doesn't talk about being the Punisher or killing people. He just talks about what caused him to become that. Yeah. And he doesn't, we he as doesn't the viewer have to relate those much. together. And you can see Murdoch's face. He's like, his lip is quivering. 
Yeah, he's you just can like see he's the emotional emotion in it. And it's just those two talking to each other. Right. That's yeah. it. Exposition can work. Yeah. yeah. It's been so, proven. Thank you. The uh, the only other thing, uh, CG was uh, very similar to the Black Panther thing. There were a couple instances yeah. uh, where it gets knocked. I Daytime think the, is the enemy. The only other thing, the whole reason I give <laughs> yeah. it a B is, it's. I mean, the story's unfinished. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's I, I, I will say this. I do not like being Harry Pottered. Uh, like that's the thing I equated De- to Deathly the Hallowed. Deathly Hallows Part One. We I do not coming, like Deathly yeah. Hallows Part One, uh, but yeah. So we'll 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 we'll, we'll get it. I have to part. say the the CG on Thanos was really was phenomenal. Just amazing. His close ups, yes. were very. That's I, when it looked the best because obviously they only had to focus on his. There face. was a, sti- there was a scene where he like you can see the little hairs on his face because the way the light was shining yeah. through, and I was like, that's an insane amount of detail. They did a great job. And that. it's just like you yeah. see Josh Brolin in Thanos yeah. mm-hmm. the whole movie. Yeah. He kills it. He kill, he's, it was great. His infle- Even his inflections in his voice when he was talking like, was like chilling in how good they were. Yeah. I also felt that like him as Thanos, like I kind of l- – I liked him. I didn't like him in the comic books because yeah. of like he's just he's like crazy and whatever. But like books. – I could feel the emotion that he was trying to convey. Yeah, and it felt right. I was I was gonna say in the comic books he's kind of like he's the mad type. He's kind of like the emperor, right? From Star right. Wars, he's like unlimited power. <laughs> Whereas this one, like, they, is very different. Yeah, it's very. very so different. there are some Thanos moments in the comic books that that come across, but for the most part, you're right. Yeah. He's he's not a very relatable character, and right. in this one, they did a very good job of. Trying to make us understand, like like Killmonger esque level of understanding yeah. his so, motivation. So A's and B's across the board. Yeah, uh, we are now going to take thirty seconds. Uh, a <laughs> I'll moment count of, it. A I'll, moment I'll of silence, it. if you will. A moment of silence for those that have fallen. Just uh, flag me when you're ready. Uh, we're we're going to have a nice moment of silence. All right, that's enough. All right, um, <laughs> you sure? Thirty seconds. We, is we, so we need to get into this. Thirty and seconds. Was, we need to get. I'm, I'm centering my Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm centering my Chi right my chakras. now. Um, uh, so alerts across the board. If you are listening, spoilers. There are. There will be spoilers from here on out. Spoilers. Yes. Oh, Danger. I want to be a part of the discussion. Danger. Will Robinson. Danger. Danger. Let me Danger. do. Let me do the Robinson. office. Danger. Warning. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. You have to do the. If you can hear this noise, this is the emergency broadcast. <laughs> yeah. So I want to start uh, with Act One of the film. Yes. Uh, uh, the film begins in Medius Race. It's a big deal. The bonus cutscene from Thor Ragnarok mattered. Right. That's exactly where it has started. Mm-hmm. And the Russo brothers wasted no time at all <laughs> diving into this. We shit. hit the ground running. Yeah. Like it's like Captain America, running. Black Panther running. Uh, I do have uh, <laughs> one quick question uh, before we get into this. One of the uh, 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 I want to talk real quick about the the children of Thanos. Yes, uh, Ebony Maul played a huge role. What did you guys think about Ebony Maul's uh, kind of predilection for for like this very religious the gospel kind of gospel right. like uh, spreading the word of Thanos? What did you think about the delivery for? For for that character and, and the relationship with, with I I with they, they messed with his 
power set a little bit, um, which which made him more cinematic, uh, made him more of a danger. Yeah. Um, but I feel like one of the scariest parts of him in the comic books is that he could make you like believe anything just through his charisma. Yeah. Um, and they you can't they didn't obviously get that across. Um, I I, I um, thought it was interesting to see because mm-hmm. a lot of his children of Thanos are silent or they don't say much. Uh, they let their actions speak, where we finally get someone who really believes in it and yeah. really believes what's going on um, to the point that like he's willing to do anything. Uh, and I thought that was interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, because not only does he believe, but he also fears. I uh, loved you it. Hear him? I, don't I, know about I you thought guys. it was great. It was one of my favorite and, moments in these films is watching Ebony Maul like, slither his way across the screen mm-hmm. while like uh you know, and rejoice he, yeah right rejoice we are happy. here you have been yeah. blessed but to be how are you gonna die you, you know who, you know what i would have loved to have seen because it's a very loki-esque rejoice you've seen loki do that right and ragnarok when he's like your savior has yeah, arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i would love to have seen them go back and forth <laughs> just and, talking. But I think the important <laughs> thing about it is, like, obviously with people of power, they often always view themselves as a savior. And you are, yeah. this is, you should be happy that anything, even if you die, you should be happy that it's by my hand. Yeah. I, and, and you're I, always going to have someone that follows you on that level. But I mean, I've when always you have wondered, that kind of power, there's going to be someone that fears you as I've a I've always God. wondered how Thanos felt about someone taking his presence and turning it into that. I think, I think for him, it's anything I need to do to get the job done. Um, and every successful person, whether you're Tony Stark or, um, you know, a very famous rapper, you need a hype man. Mm-hmm. Need a hype. <laughs> you need a hype man. That's his hype man. And, and He's she- like, Thanos is going to save the universe. You should all be thanking him. You know, like, that's, and, that's and to your hype point, man. though, with Maul, am I, like, I, we're, like, right into spoilers. So I can spoil something a little bit ahead of schedule, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So with Maul eventually dying. Yeah. Uh, if you notice, like he clearly probably didn't care too much because when he sees Tony, he's like, "I'm assuming the mall is dead." Yeah. So it's like he, it's not like he's like, well, oh I my mean, god, he used, a huge he connection." Be, yeah, it's not like there's a huge he connection. He views them as tools. Yeah, um, they view themselves um, as children. They, they view themselves. On I do like find it level. interesting that the guy that religiously believes in Thanos was the first one to kick it. Was yes. the first one to kick it. Yeah, what, what was? But what was interesting is he religiously believes in Thanos, but he's also still fears him. Oh, yeah. uh, oh there's a deep seated fear. He said, if I come back, like, going ahead, if, if, I, if, I, come if back, I come back if, without my without with my failing. objective, with failing, that yeah, basically, like, no, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not, it's not, he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. This, we, this has to you happen. get me, you he's get like, me. We're green, we're green. I need this thing, man. I just need this stone. Help me help you to help me. So, uh, uh, to be fair, so spoiler wise, like the Ebony Maw death happens pretty, pretty far into the movie. So it's not yeah, like we open the movie like and Ebony Maw dies. Uh, but, but you, get, you get some hard a, Ebony you Maw know time. You know what's interesting, though? Out of all of the children of Thanos that fight the Avengers or any members of the Avengers, um, uh, Call Obsidian, you don't really see, like, well, he doesn't really talk, but you see, um, like, surprise uh, when he gets, like, when he gets manhandled by certain members of the Avengers. Uh, same thing with uh, Gor- Corvus Glaive and, um, and Proxima Midnight. They're surprised that these people are as strong and proficient as they are. 
never does um, his belief in, in Thanos, and I think his himself is so Waver. strong, never does he, he ever believe that... He gets that angry, th- you're right. He, he does angry. He never gets surprised, he just gets angry. Exactly. Well, he gets, yeah. he gets cut in the fight scene. And he yeah. gets annoyed. And you see his face. But, like, never does he doubt that he's going to win. Or with uh, Doctor Strange. Himself. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. His, his belief in, him, so in himself, and, uh, well, in Thanos, and by proxy in himself, through Thanos, uh, that he will win. Yeah. Um, and that why that's why his death to himself and to the audience is kind of a, it's like seriously that's it. Yeah, it's, it's which it's, it's, it's a little it's a little ones. disappointing because like his powers in the movie are, are telekinesis, yeah. uh, very strong telekinesis uh, to where he can like take bricks and turn them into like like Darts. spikes, spikes you know? yeah. within um, like an instant. So like within an instant, you'd think that if he's that powerful, he might be able to slow himself down in the vacuum of space. But again, I, I mean, you didn't think he was going to lay it just yeah. like boop back into the ship. I mean, seriously, yeah. <laughs> that would have been, so uh, that would have been some Deadpool. That would have happened if, in Deadpool. If they, if they showed him, if they showed him all frozen. Oh, don't worry. Like, Deadpool two's coming. So, um, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Cause he was one of the characters that I genuinely really liked in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I was like, Oh, I really am enjoying mm-hmm. every scene mm-hmm. that he's in. Oh yeah. I love the dialogue. I love the delivery. I was really the, sad the, when everything. they killed him. I'm not going to lie. Huh? I'm really sad when they killed him. I, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. a little sad. He but, was yeah. really interesting character. Um, uh, how about uh, Loki, trickster till the end? So, so yeah, so there's so uh, many points that with Loki is tricks upon tricks upon tricks upon tricks. It's like, hi, here's what you want, and a Hulk. So I'm gonna I'm gonna break this wow. down. We obviously we need to we need to go over the situations of everyone who was on Team Cap and everyone on Team Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. But let's yeah. talk about the people who weren't included in that. Let's talk yeah. about so, the people in Thor Ragnarok. Where so were they at the start of this? One movie? of the things I thought was great about that that first scene. So we, like we open up. All the Asgardians are dead. Like all the ones on the ship. The only two that, that all are the pure... ones, all the ones that we know that are present. Right. The yeah. only three that we'll we know that are that. alive at the beginning of this movie are Heimdall, uh, Thor, and Loki. Yep. Everybody else appears to be dead. Um, and Thor later has a throwaway line saying that Thanos killed half of them. Yeah. So we don't know what ha- we don't know who's left alive. Is Korg uh, and, and, and then, Valkyrie? Yeah, right? yeah. We're we're thinking um, Korg and Valkyrie with that half. Yeah. Probably. Um, but one of the things that I thought was great was when he when Loki's talking and he's trying to trick his way through it and he goes, we have a Hulk. And I was like, that's a direct line to Avengers. Oh, right. totally. When Tony said, when he's like, I have an army and Tony says, well, we have a Hulk. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it, um, in that, in Avengers, the thing that brought everybody together, the greatest threat that brought all the Avengers together was Loki. Uh-huh. Then, uh, Loki was taken down by the Hulk. We see both of them get owned within minutes of one another. Yeah. Yeah. Right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Super establishing Thanos can just everybody else. And, and Thor was already on the ground. How yeah. graphic was so, Loki's so the death? Ru- so, so the Russo brothers had to establish early on, the only time we had ever seen Thanos was sitting in a chair. Right. Yeah. That was it. They had to establish early they on. Had and establish, putting a glove on. And putting a glove on. He's they a had to establish ass. early on how strong this guy is. Oh, yeah. And they did. Yeah. Uh, so much so he's he's even kicking the, Hulk's even butt. the even the fight against Hulk Very is sure. like Thanos's proficiency at hand to hand with one stone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you 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 could tell like, and that's just it. Like they had Hulk just go at him as the Hulk does, kind of kind of crazy. I love right? Ebony Maul's line. You say, hey. Let, let him have his fun. Let him have his That's fun. what I was thinking. It was like so much so that his subordinates are like, no, 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 he's got nah, this. Nah, nah. We don't have to worry. Let him have his yeah, fun. Yeah, and like, but you could tell that there's a tactical part of Thanos 
who knows hand-to-hand combat, whereas the Hulk is just used to hitting smash. things. Just brute Hulk strength. Smash. Right. Smash. I think yeah. I really wish I had been able to really pay attention to Hulk's expression. Like that first time he punches Thanos, and you don't see Thanos get th- Thanos get faced. Thanos yeah. punches Hulk in the face, and it's almost like he breaks his jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he just reacts like he's holding his jaw in place. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Ironically, uh, this is the last time you see Hulk in this film. Yep. Uh, yeah. uh, well, uh, uh, you see the yeah. no, no. Stuff. It's the last Fully time formed. you see. So basically, you could argue uh, that it's the last. And then time basically, Hulk. Heimdall uh, sends him. So there's a moment. Uh, this is the last of of Heimdall. Uh, yeah. Heimdall gets stabbed by uh, Corvus Glaive. Um, um, yep. Uh, Heimdall, Loki, to, uh, the graphic Idris Elba death. made a couple thousand bucks just being in the film for about thirty seconds, I, laying in I place. I think they'll, they'll bring him back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um. Yeah, so that I, entire discussion about trying to figure out where Heimdall's power comes from doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. apparently That's, it comes from dark, dark magic. It comes he's from dark like, magic. Well, he goes, no, he dark, goes, I think it was dark, dark matter. matter. Yeah, dark it was like, matter. let me he focus goes, as much dark matter to one more time. One more time. He asked the All Fathers, yeah. Uh, I don't know why he just didn't send Thor. Yeah, yeah, I think, right. I think, I don't know. I get, I get for plot reasons. But, but, uh, but uh, so I just want to get into how graphic... Loki's death. Yeah. Was. So, so, uh, so just Thanos, watching him slowly choke out. Yeah, picks him up, chokes him out, but you see his face turn blue, turn purple, his eyes turn red, and He's then bleeding just, out of his eyes. Yeah, yeah. just um, drops him, and just like Thor has to watch that happen. Someone who yet was, who until the end was trying to trick people, but at this point was trying to trick people so that he might be <sighs> able to stop them. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I, well, so. His last well, that shows moments, us that his magic apparently doesn't come from Asgard because yeah, he was still so able he still to has do. It. And and uh, but Loki's last acts were heroic. Yeah. For as as duplicitous, 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 uh, as, as he will always ever be, somewhat motives, irrelevant. The god of I mean, the mischief, you know. god. Yeah. yeah, and somewhat irrelevant. You will, you will always be the god of mischief, but you could be so much more. Yeah, I think uh, I uh, early on, if you're if you're a fan of. Uh, this movie establishes early on if you're a fan of anyone, <laughs> uh, you're in trouble in this movie. <laughs> as just, just like as Game a of fan, Thrones, shit. Because uh, I could hear the Peter gasp Dinklage in the and all. <laughs> oh yeah, I could yeah. audibly My hear the gasp. In the was about ready to walk out that when when that moment happened with Loki. <laughs> uh, you could hear they, my the mom's. Tone of my the mom's film hands changed. were like on her face. Just you could you, hear the tone <laughs> change. Uh, you could feel it. It was palpable in the theater because I think going into an Avengers film and then witnessing what happened to both Hulk and and Loki, you just kind of sit there and you go, it, it, your face just doesn't move. You're you're just kind of in this weird place. Oh, you're like, this the entire real. the entire intro sequence. All I could get out was bra, bra. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole time. So the so I'm uh, I. I did this maybe five or six times. I'm sitting in the theater. I'm next to Boozer. Amy is next to me, and I'm wearing my hat. And every time something happened that that I just couldn't handle, I would take my hat off and slam it on the ground <laughs> because I didn't know how to react otherwise. I was just like, "You've got to be kidding me." There was a lot of uh, this with, with this me, moment. with like just like, uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> they hit you right in the feels too. Like when he's taught, when he's like listing off his accolades and his titles, and then. The one that hits you is when he goes Odin's son. Yeah, Odin's son. And well, he, that's when you know. Like when he says Odin's son, I was like, this is not going to end well. Well, right? see, at first, because at first he says, I'm not an Asgardian. And even Thanos, for some reason, is put off by He's like, what? You're not? 
What? Uh, which is weird. It's just it's, it, it, yeah. it's very weird. Rifle King. Yeah. He says Rifle. King I think Rifle Air. Or Ri- he rifle, said Rifle King. Yeah. He um, implies so, he has ownership of Yotenheim. So, so that's uh, that's interesting that he uh, like that that that's even a point where he goes. I'm not an Asgardian because Thanos shouldn't care. But you can even see where he's like. Well, what? I don't know if if like for me, I don't know if Thanos cared that he wasn't Asgardian. It was that he was owning that. No. Like through all every interaction they had before is like I want to be king of Asgard. Yeah, true. I'm an Asgardian. I deserve to be king of Asgardian. Yeah. I am. I deserve to be king. Like that yeah. was his entire thing in, true, in Avengers One. He was like, I want the throne of Asgard. I'll help you get Earth or whatever and fuck those guys up. But I want Asgard. Yeah, true. Um, um and, and then, but but yeah, he goes on the prince prince of Asgard later. And then rifle king of Jotunheim, Odin, and he says, Odin's but that that moment where he turns to Thor and he just says Odin's son, yeah, mm-hmm. and like su- pseudo somber like, and I was just like, oh man, yeah, shit's going down. So uh, so uh, let's talk about uh, the mystic realm for a moment. Let's talk about the strange household. Quick mm-hmm. side note, yeah, I'm still praying for praying to the gods we get Loki back. Yeah, yeah, right. We'll, we'll see. We'll we'll see. I don't think I, so. But I th- I think I think we're done. I think Tom uh, Hiddleston is do done. Yeah. I don't want it to be done. He I said love... he'll do it till forever until whenever. I'd be. I would love to see him come back. It's just I don't see a way we like. I don't see a way you do that. Do you that kind of point, ruins that, that resonates well. That resonates well. Yeah, I could see. I could see Thor. I I don't know. Um. I don't know how well Thor exists in a vacuum anymore again. So like we were by talking himself, about that, like, like by himself, Asgard. I think he works well as like that buddy cop movie yeah. kind of thing. Like the, the, the buddy buddy kind of thing he did with Hulk and Ragnarok. I think that worked really well. Chris Hemsworth. Amazing. When he's playing off of somebody else. Could yeah. you imagine if they did a, a buddy cop, but it was Loki and Thor. <laughs> Loki Space and cops. Thor. Space save cops. the world. Save the world. Uh, let's talk about the mystic realm for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the next moment in the film. It doesn't really matter how it gets there, but let's talk about Strange and Wong. Uh, <laughs> Wong is uh, is uh, is wonderful. Oh he my god, is one of my favorite characters. So you're saying you don't believe next... in ma- material attachments? So you want me to pay for lunch? <laughs> right? How much do you have? Two hundred rupees? What's how much that? is that? Uh, like a buck like, fifty? It's like a buck fifty. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want? The comedic timing um, that I'm really Wong in the mood for like... a nice turkey, turkey on rye. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I want to talk real quick about uh, Doctor Strange and uh, him slowly becoming, or let's not say slowly, quickly becoming the master of the Mystic Arts, the yeah, Sorcerer I mean, Supreme that I mean, we're used to seeing in the comics. Well, and, and we mentioned we saw this a little bit in Ragnarok, where he's like, like. He's picking it up, porting it around, porting Thor around with with making making cups like tea turn into ale. Also, uh, putting Loki into a place where he's falling forever. Yeah, while also having a conversation with Thor. Like that's like I didn't even think of that. How like effortless he was doing those two things at once. He's he's quickly picking it up. Uh, I I do love. It's late in the film. Uh, We'll get into the moment, but uh, when he's holding the stone. And you could see the marks on his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surgery. Right? Yeah. He got rid of the gloves. That. I don't think he they got tested rid of well. the gloves. I don't think the gloves tested Because well. they looked horrible. They did. They, I, think I, don't they, think, they, I think they, they did the, the gloves in Thor and people didn't like um, it. Yeah. What, what I'm hoping it was is that they were they, they thought the gloves would hide the scars. Yeah. And yeah. then in this movie, he just didn't have time. Like, 
Thanos attacked, and it was one thing after another. He can yeah. make. He made his suit. He can make he, those his love suit appear out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah he can. Like the, I, I just think in the comics, he has like these yellow leopard gloves. I just don't think that part of his. Well, he doesn't even have them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't think. I think yeah, he hasn't right. had them for a while, right? Well. They tried um, to do it, but yeah, so, that's a Steve Ditko throwback to the comic books. So, right? so he's quickly becoming the Sorcerer Supreme. That we're used to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he really shows it in this movie. Um, but... Uh, Do you think... So, uh, again, spoiler late in the film. Uh, obviously, Thanos gets the time stone. We'll get into the other stones he gets later on. But he gets the time stone. Is that enough uh, weakening of the character going into the next film for him for strange for strange oh so to put him on level playing field with whoever his villain might be if it's mortar or whatever well well i think probably yeah because now he can't just look reverse through time, time or reverse time because i feel like whatever happens in the next movie the gems will no longer be a viable option for anybody yeah. um because 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 the argument could be made that anytime strange went up against someone he would just look through uh the timeline well it's, but we have to think like there were heavy warnings about even using the Correct. stone. True. So that's so, why that's why he didn't use it in his fight at all. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, he tried at one point, and then he gets stopped. Yeah. Like he's about to activate the time stone, mm-hmm. but it's it's like a hard. Because this is the last resort. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he's like we're f- like we can't beat Thanos, but and every, that's when I think but he starts every movie, but every features. movie could be the last resort. Yeah, you know, every villain. If they just keep going, that, that becomes a super movie, movie. Yeah. a superhero movie. Jared, go ahead. I was just kind of like, it just dawned on me that the the plot device they use for Thanos, that you know, him wanting to eliminate half the population, it kind of resonates with House of M, like yeah. how Scarlet Witch says no more mutants, and then half of them are gone. Uh, and I feel like they kind of brought that together, and it's just the reason why I was this like, might be the way we never get House of M, exactly, <laughs> like, <laughs> which I know makes you sad. I uh, know. It'd be fun, but uh, I mean, does that mean going forward with the next couple of movies that now from the end of Avengers on are we living in this world where half the population's gone? Yeah, uh, how, it depends um, on Avengers can, Four. Can, does anyone yeah. know the numbers on this? Like for what? How many people are in the world today? Uh, over uh, billion. eight billion. Eight billion. So that means you cut that immediately in seven, half. Seven, seven billion, eight billion. It's a okay. lot. Um. Well, so the I don't know if he did it that specifically. Like, there's it, statistically seven point three billion. Seven point three billion. It's half the universe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> statistically, Part there'd be a planet yeah, that was on, that could be untouched, and an entire planet that went away. But- would it? Do you think it would? Because the whole purpose is so that planets don't like like an individual planet does not. So I think. Yeah, I guess we should probably I was gonna say I was under the yeah, impression. We'll I was under the impression that he went planet by planet. I think it it would make sense that it would. But to me, my theory then, is that, that it then would. Titan doesn't make any sense because there's seven people on that planet and five of them disappear. Uh, but, but that, technically, that that's not population. their home planet. Yeah, but that, but that's, but that's. But maybe they, maybe because they're from Earth. Maybe they just get Most well. Well, maybe they just get thrown into the the cosmic mix. Whoever's not on a planet. Yeah, that yeah. All right, we'll yeah. we'll yeah. get into this. Because right. we'll get into this when we get yeah. into Thanos. There's weird numbers that we can do here. Infinity like, stones. Who knows? But just who yeah. knows? And we'll for, probably just never just get solve an for X. Okay, just solve Just for sake of argument. Just for sake of argument. Say it was half of the population of Earth. Uh. I mean, that's still, you know, 
a lot of people three, still there. Three point six billion, yeah. Three point yeah, six five billion. Could you could you imagine just the type of chaos? I mean, we get to see a little bit of it. Late, yeah. <laughs> It's like I, a horror I, movie. The post credit yeah. scene happened. I Rapture? was like, this looks a lot like Leftovers. That, yeah, uh, HBO yeah, yeah. You said it right yeah. at the end. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so so uh, so I just want to go back to my original oh, question yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, with yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, is that is that enough for you as a fan? Like, are you are you okay with the loss of that stone and still feeling he's strong enough? For me, yes. like in the comic books, yeah. like the stone doesn't factor into his power. has and has never factored into Doctor Strange's power set. Uh, it was an interesting way of introducing the stone in the movies, and I think in the comic books they're kind of moving towards him being close to the Time Stone now. I don't know yes. if that's to align with the movies. Yes, um, but that's never been part of his power set before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm okay with that not being an aspect of his and character. Honestly, I am too. Like, but like at some point though, the stone like. They're not going to destroy all the Infinity Stones. It, you, it's really hard to do. Obviously, we saw that. But like at one point, they're going to have to be again uh, protected or separated somehow. Yeah. So I'm curious to see after we defeat the Mad maybe Titan they'll in create, the movies. Maybe they'll create the Illuminati. Maybe, but uh, where do they go? Because like, does Doctor Strange still take the Time Stone? Like, does do, uh, yeah. we're on this expectation that he's never going to have the time zone again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, but. Yeah, okay. Regardless of, of if he has it or not, I think they showed he's gained significant power to, oh, yeah. to hold his own in a fight. Cause in the first movie, he's kind of like just he getting struggling. by. He's just like barely getting he by. He could barely get his magic whip thing out. Like, yeah. He kept like, on like, like if, um, if, if the, if he hadn't yeah. had the cloak of levitation, <laughs> he probably would have died. Yeah. Many times, mm-hmm. many times. Even um, in this movie, let's be fair, yeah. the, the, oh, yeah. the cloak yeah, true, saved true. him a fuck ton of time. You know, MVP, that cloak, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right. The cloak, was, the cloak got a little bit of a rip. Uh, I know. Uh, I was cool. at a point I where it's like, like, if they rip the cloak or if they kill the cloak, I'm done. This movie's like, over. To dude. me, that's the <laughs> one character that couldn't die for you is yeah. the cloak. It reminded bro, me so much of so like Aladdin good. and the carpet. Yo. And when Jafar was like, boom, and it turns into like a pile of you know yarn, and I was like, this muff. Yo, if he would have, if he would have done that. Would have gone straight Sam Hit Jackson. Hit the reality on. stone. I probably just would have walked out like I'm done. Yo, and it would have like, turned into yarn, bro. <laughs> Yo, I probably would have. I probably would have. Wait, is this PG? What's the podcast? Can we curse on this? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, curse. Yeah. Straight up, if, I, if that had happened, right? I would have stood up in that damn scene. I would be like, "Fuck you!" That like, would have been so. Good. I like Copy how right. I probably would have just held my finger up and just. So many people die in this movie, and all of us were like, "Oh man, that sucks." But the moment that's gonna get all of you really riled up is the cloak. <laughs> is, yeah. yeah, I love that. That is amazing I love how great the, is I that went so up to Tony Stark and was like pop pop and he's like uh what I was yeah. so invested in that quote. yeah um let's uh uh let's shift because the, yeah. the subsequent scene uh is uh team Iron Man so let's go through uh where all of our team Iron Man kind of counterparts are so uh, yeah, in yeah, their yeah. lives at the start so, of the film so we've got uh Tony and Pepper uh yeah it, nice to see uh, Pepper married. In, in uh, well, I think engaged. Because oh, yeah, yeah, remember, engaged. he said yeah. Wong saves him, and he says, and "You're invited to my wedding." Invited to the wedding. Uh, <laughs> and he's Tony is off. having uh, dreams, uh, yeah. of kids. similar to pee dreams, uh, <laughs> dreams of kids. Instead. But it's it's an interesting to see the the change in his character because his old dreams were were destruction, death, yeah, uh, nihilistic, bad. And now he's like, I had I had one of those dreams that seemed so real when you woke up and we had kids. Yeah. Or you I, were pregnant and we were right. expecting. And we were expecting. I want to name it after Morgan, your crazy uncle, right? Yeah. And like, and those feels. And how do you feel that he's still prepped at any time for danger? 
PTSD is still there. You don't get over that. It's a weird, yeah. yeah, I so one of the things we've been talking about in the earlier uh, shows uh, that you weren't around for was I get a huge feel of every single Iron Man film or Tony's appearance is completely around the idea of post-traumatic stress disorder on how Tony is suffering from this because the events of the first film and then is compounded by the, the events of Avengers where he, everything he does is reactionary to trying to prevent these events, even to the, to the negative ways it impacts the relationships around him. It's why happy gets injured in Iron Man three. It's why pepper leaves in civil war. It's why, and you even get that impression he when he's Ultron. in the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pepper's in... like, "If you better get back, or," and yeah. it's like, when, "I'm uh, going to." Yeah, yeah. When he, uh, e- even in this film, when he's arguing with Strange, he's like, "For six years, what I got out of that conversation was for six years I've been battling with PTSD. I don't know what the plan is yeah. anymore." This is all I know. And so we got this huge feel of PTSD that's kind of been compounded. So when he goes, yeah, I just have this for the monsters in the closet. And uh, the the only thing I, I – because I'm so doubled down on the PTSD theory is the only thing I don't like about the conversation is Pepper simplifying it by saying you should only have shirts in your closet. Yeah, because she's seen what's out there. How can you – if it's it's the Spider-Man theory, I, I right? Get, with great I understand power it for their relationship. With, with, but. with great but, power comes great responsibility, and she just wants him to get rid of that responsibility. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, Tony Stark doesn't have the power. Well, Tony Stark also doesn't have to do this. Right. He, he can give the suit to someone yeah, else. True, true. He's already proven he's given it to Rhodey. He's given a suit to Spider-Man. He can give it to super-powered individuals or trained military people that he trusts. Yeah. But that's for... Tony can't like he's a control freak because he has yep. the he has the knowledge and know like he knows right. what's coming right and he, he it's he he is Iron Man to himself his PTSD makes yeah. him a control uh, an obsessive control freak who who needs to be there so that he can control the situation his phone but he is seen the most but he, he went through the portal the most. he exactly. saw the army he, did, he yeah. uh. You it's know, only fitting with... that he's the one who would who would go into space. Right. The army who also saw him. Right. We'll get to later. And that's oh. why even Thanos says... That moment blew my mind. Stark. We'll get to that later he on. He says Stark. He knew him. We'll get to ASAP, that. Yeah. Um, he's like, you're not the only one burdened with knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, Such Iron Man. Uh, let's talk about so, uh, his buddy. Let's right. talk about Rhodey for a moment. Yeah. Rhodey's uh, uh, got uh, mecha legs, which is kind of fun. He's got mecha legs. He's and the he direct reg- contact. And he regrets the Sokovia Accords. Mr. Mm-hmm. I'm in the military. The Soviet yep. Accords are right. The Soviet uh, Sokovia Accords are right. Be a good like, soldier. You're yeah, being, they're criminals you're, because you're, you're, you called you're them. You're being that. naive if you don't sign them. Yeah. Now he's kind of done a complete 180. Well, but because he's also the direct were contact right. for Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Because in, in Civil War, there was a direct threat there. Yeah. There was. And no one acted on it. No one, no one except for Cap acted on it because of the evidence that Baron Zemo made to look a certain way. Like yeah. they were manipulated around the Sokovia If the Avengers course. did nothing, they would have been like, Bucky did it. We're going to hunt him down. We're going to lock him away, not believe anything he says. And then this guy's still out there. And remember, take, th- take Thanos's 
oncoming storm out of the equation, things are like this way because of Baron Zemo. Yep. Right. Because of Zemo, things are the way they are. And that and I still to this day he is one of my favorite villains in well, the MCU. Zemo, the, Cap, and Iron Man. Zemo, Cap, and Iron Those, Man. Yeah, are right. the way they are. Like I said, but he's the closest one to accomplishing a mission to of a mission, even though it just you know full. But he, he no, accomplished he, something. He, he accomplished he what accomplished, he wanted to. Yeah. The Avengers he wanted to split no the Avengers more. up, yeah. and he did it. Um. Yeah. So so Rhodey a direct connection to to to. Thunderbolt Ross, who was a nice little cameo in this film. I didn't expect yeah. it. Still but he a dick. He came back again. He's yeah. still a dick, but I love his character, so it was nice to see him come back. Um, um, that's a course um, marshal. <laughs> that's a court marshal, uh, yeah. Um, Spider-Man on his way to school. Uh, yeah. The the yeah, people saw I love in the trailer. Buddy. Yeah. Uh, We're all gonna die. Can, you make a, can you make a distraction? We're all, like, he... Ned is so well, good. Well, and the thing is, I think he probably believed it too because yeah. there's a spaceship. Because he sees yeah. the thing out there, world. and his distraction is very um, literally to react to what's the. There. The only thing that gets me is when everyone's just like, "There's a bus. People have cars that are near the bus. A, ki- a kid, kid jumps out of the like Spider-Man jumps out of the bus and swings around. I don't. We're in an age where there's a crap ton of dash cams, and that's a universe that has Iron Man level technology. I'm having a hard time believing he's keeping his secret identity. Do you, but do you think anyone wasn't staring at? And also, dash cams are more. I mean, obviously for Uber drivers and what, but it's more popular in like. Don't other you countries. don't you think that maybe? But like, do, don't you think that like one? Who, I think he's fine. I think like right, I think but, everyone but was I mean, staring like, at the guy. Doing that, like, think, think of this. Think of it this way. Tony Stark is obviously looking out for this kid. I feel that Tony he probably Stark. Probably anything that gets online. That's what I'm thinking. Is is like creating an algorithm in his satellites. Uh, that probably who knows infect other satellites because it's Tony. Well, like killing also, footage of him. Also, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Theoretically, and just so he could be like, "Kid, I caught you here. I caught you here. I caught you." Like here. that's you like he takes careful. YouTube's flagging also, system on next level. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. Also, theoretically, to our knowledge, he's only done this once. Yeah, yeah. So this is like and an it's extraordinary this, event, and, it, yeah. and it's an extraordinary circumstance. But like it, in my head, that's what I would think. I think that yeah. Tony would be looking out for him because because to, Tony's always he already found him. all that footage from Homecoming. So yeah, like he yeah. probably is like, okay, I'm gonna put a block and anyone that yeah. has a anything yep, that yep, could yep, be yep, misconstrued. Yep. It was like, hey, like, I'm gonna buy that video off of you. Here's yeah. like two hundred thousand, or just erases it via. One of my favorite actors. Just since Friday, it makes me so happy. To see this man in films, uh, let's talk about Vision for a moment. Let's talk about Paul, Paul Bettany because well, that transitions into Team that Cap. That transitions into Team um, Cap. So let's talk about Vision for a moment. He plays a huge role in this film. Yep. So uh, my question is, how are we looking human? I, they well, don't explain he has, it. I think he has, he has a he has a molecular level of control over his body. Remember yeah. when he manifested the cape? Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yeah, true. Right. His whole costume, can, can, yeah. right? His whole costume. He can he can make himself look how I'm surprised he, wants. he yeah. can he can hide the stone as Correct. well. Visual, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he could just look human. Or uh, do you think? Or do you think that's a, actually a byproduct of it being the Mind Stone? He doesn't actually look like that, but everyone thinks he does. But then you'd have to control oh, people wow. from a distance and cameras and whatnot. I think it's more of a molecular. Yeah. I think because what's uh what someone made a comment saying he's evolving. I think Tony Stark did. Tony, yeah. yeah. He said he's evolving, and I think like you said, obviously right off the bat he's like, oh, Thor is a cape. Yeah, That's Vision cool. turned Boom. off his transponder, and I think now he's like, I can't control like, him anymore. Really he's controlling himself, and he's like, I can make myself look human if I want to because that's how how powerful I really Boom. am. Boom. Right. Boom. And well, how much <laughs> uh, you know um, how. He, He's supposed to be very powerful. 
and how it shows you how powerful the um the black order the black order is in that they take him out like pretty well, easily they, they got him off go- they stabbed him pretty bad well like, so he they, got he got like we don't know damaged. what they what he was stabbed with because he's the only character that, that corvus glaive stabs stabs with his blade yes. but apparently it keeps him from phasing and drastically injures him that despite that he's hard. not supposed to be able to do that yeah, yeah. Um, that blade did some work so it looked like the same type but, of weapon that had the uh that Loki had in, a, in the first Avengers, yeah, scepter, it would yeah. make sense because the scepter came from Thanos too. But yeah. it doesn't yeah. have a it doesn't have a uh, infinity gem inside of it. I right. yeah. dollars of donuts on that one. But apparently, he can um, pull an infinity gem because that's what he was doing. Yeah. He, he was trying to, um, to pull the infinity they, gem out. I get why they had to do that because Vision is the most powerful thing on the planet. So you have so to you, like him, him and easily. Scarlet Witch. So you take both of them out of the equation because Scarlet Witch isn't going to leave Vision, and Vision is injured. So those, that's how you subtract both of them kind of out of it. Because notice the the fight in Wakanda, as soon as, like, Scarlet Witch gets in it, yeah, like, the fight starts changing. Like, she starts picking, she just picks she up picks their... She picks shit up, right? she throws um, it all over the place. Scarlet Witch, they, they showed how much of a powerhouse she is towards the end of the movie. She's no joke. Right? Uh, she's, they've established it from the get-go. Right, she's, she's powerful. Joke. And um, Vision is probably the only one that's on her power level in the entire MCU so um, far. Um, I don't think they went with um, both things the glaive can do, um, but in yeah. the comics, um, it can split atoms, right. including the height of Hulk right. it's and Hyperion. Hulk. Really? Um, it can oh, cut shit. through virtually anything, but also, if the blade remains unbroken, um, it can allow Glaive's body to resurrect and heal from any type of uh, instance. Which is why he showed up atomized. later. Which is why yes. he showed up later, but the thing is... I'm pretty sure he's dead now. Oh, he's dead now. Did the glaive get should... broken though? No, or it did, did not. Well, no, did the glaive not. didn't get broken, but Cappy that's why he showed it. up later and he fought uh, Shuri. Because he didn't. So maybe it was this. Maybe in the they movie they thought he was dead. Maybe How did it, he died though. Maybe in the movie they um, implied he was dead. Like they talk about like you've taken down two of them. No, after we but, saw but him after that, what happened after, after that? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Oh, he got stabbed by I think his own blade. His own blade, and maybe oh yeah, Vision stabs him. Maybe oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Maybe getting stabbed by your own blade. Well, that blade. and he might have been stabbed previously, but he wasn't stabbed enough. He wasn't injured enough to kill him, the, which he... allowed him to regenerate. But now well, he's he's dead. He's dead. He, yeah, maybe it, this this thing can't. It can heal him, but not resurrect him. him yeah. um, maybe they just cut out that certain. Power. I, yeah. I know. I I know. I said it already. Um, it is. It. it, it it's not an emotional moment for a lot of people, but it was for me because Paul <laughs> Bettany's journey has been really difficult. Yes. Mm-hmm. So to physically see him in a film, yeah, meant right, the, as him, meant the as world him. to me. Not not decked out yeah. in vision makeup. For those of you who don't know the story, uh, he auditioned for a role uh, and didn't get the part. And the director said to him, "You'll never work in Hollywood again." Yeah. And then the same day. He got a call from John Favreau to be an Iron Man because they wanted him to do the voice acting. Uh, and from that moment onward, is has just been he's just gotten better and better in and the he, role. He was at a super low point. It, well, it, it, why? It, it, why? The, what, what happened leading I don't, up to that? I just think he's gotten he had gotten out of the loop and he was trying to get back in. And the last thing I think he had did that was major was like Da Vinci Code. Oh right, right, and right. Uh, um. I mean, I mean, his wife's Jennifer Connelly, so he didn't have to worry that much. But, like, Reagan he was trying to get in, money. and he just couldn't get his foot back in. Um, so doing something you love and being told you'll never do it again. And being told you'll never do it again is, uh, I have to imagine, just the worst feeling in the world. 
So and then I, he I owns love the bonus. Jarvis. I love the bonus scenes when uh, he became Vision. He goes, "It's five hours, but it's my favorite five hours of the day." Right, is them putting on the prosthetics so that I can be Vision, uh, and then to physically see him in a film with Elizabeth Olsen with Scarlet Witch meant the world to me. It was absolutely wonderful. So I'm I'm incredibly happy to see it. Arguably, with everything else that happens, we'll get into that. But it, like, it, it was well, really it was, nice. It was really see. interesting. Like, um, the the romances that kind of you know, like the have the, blossomed. that have mm. blossomed. But like that that one feels it felt okay. They they were on screen for a collective, I think, like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they sold me. They did. They you know, sold the, me on the that first relationship. Moment I saw them in the oh. hotel. I don't know if you guys could hear me. Hear me, but mm-hmm. I was like, all I said was, I was like, babies. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, we get some uh, Wiccan they, yeah, and uh, two t- some Wiccan, yeah, uh, and the other two kids. One. Um, but I, the uh, I don't want to know how that that relationship happens, is so solid. That mo- that awkward moment where they're talking about like staying. He's like, oh, but you know, but I, I, but I think with me, it's kind of not uh, human. But it's like, hard yeah. to for it's hard to. He's only been alive for like he's two only been years. Alive for two years. I like that he said we should have stayed in bed today. Yeah, yeah. Like v- vision is one of the highlights of the movie, and it stinks what happens late. Uh, so think think about this. Uh, so vision, Paul Bettany, Jarvis, his wife is the uh, well, Spider Man's voice. Spider Man's Karen. Yeah, uh, from Spider Man <laughs> Homecoming. Who we don't get really? to see. We don't get to hear. Yeah, but I just, I just, that. I just realized this. Uh, that that I wish I wish there was Karen in this film, but I'll, I'll live with it for yeah, now. Yeah. I think she'll be in the yeah, next. Yeah, I, I did. Film. I did kind of miss that there was no that there was, was no, no onboard AI for for Spidey. Um, I love that relationship between <laughs> yeah between Spidey like and Karen. You. Right? Tell me like how you feel. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, kiss her. Now's your chance, Peter. Go for <laughs> it. Um, right. Um, uh, but so, this this goes into when we're introduced to the rest of Team Cap. Yeah. Not- noticeably, Cap. I'm Let's just going to put it out there. I'm just going to put out there. Subway goes by, dark scene. He Boy, shows up. He shows I up. I was so hyped. <laughs> he shows up. How is everyone out Batmaning Batman? <laughs> Wonder Woman out Batman's Batman. Captain America out Batman's Batman. That like, was that was like iconic Batman capability. Yeah. Right? right it's just thing goes by, I dark shadowy dark the figure. Where Proxima Midnight is standing on the end, Scarlet Witch is guarding his body, and Proxima Midnight just leans to the right. Like, right, she's like, and Scarlet what, Witch what does this awkward like look behind her, and the bus, the the, the subway, the, the, the subway the, is passing, the tram, yeah. and you see the silhouette, and you just know, you're like, I know who that you is. You just know, you know, who it's it one is. of two people. It's either the Batman we should have gotten, we should have gotten Captain America, or it's, Cap- or, or, or it's uh, I'm yeah, sure in um how it should have ended on YouTube, they'll do uh, they'll have that. Be yeah, <laughs> right. goes by um uh he goes by Steve Rogers. Yeah, uh, yeah, Steve Rogers. No one really calls him the Nomad in this, but that's what he is. Uh, he goes by Steve Rogers. He has the a black star. He has uh. an amazing line. Uh, when Groot shows up, I am that Groot. Is the high, that is one of the best lines in the yes. film. Yeah, it's like, I am great. Groot. I am I Steve am Rogers. Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so good. It is one of the best lines in the film. Um, <laughs> I know. I do love that because uh, in the comics, for the most part, usually the only people that can understand Groot is Rocket Raccoon. 
And I do like that for some reason. I guess it is more of a easier language to learn in the Guardian. Well, the Thor, Guardians have that so thing in them. Thor knows it, 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 Thor it, knows it was, the it was an elective. It was an elective. <laughs> that was great. Such a throwaway line. I it love was. that like, Thor went to college. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like that Asgardian idea, college? That Thor went to Asgardian college and took, <coughs> and took, took it root. An I, or as a, I'm, as an I would have just loved to have heard a major in Thunder God and uh, minored in Groot. Minored in Groot. Is that their race? Is that what they're called? I don't know. He's like you. You speak Groot. <laughs> He's like, oh. I think yeah. I think they're well. The original, they were just the things from Planet X or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, but let's let's talk about uh, uh, for a moment. no the they're called tree something or another. I can't remember. Probably um, elder trees. Elder or trees. Um, but oh. uh, so we see Falcon, blonde uh, black. We Widow. see Secret Avengers essentially in this. Um, yes. The, so they get the theme the, song. The secret they trio. get uh, the dope fight sequence. Yeah, and they own it. Yelena Belova haircut. Natasha. I I think it's great. Like I, it feels really weird to me to be like the Black Order shows up and then like like people like Black Widow are able to take them on. I think that's great in a cinematic universe. I don't know if it's because I'm coming from the comic books where they're able to take on you know like cosmic level people. Yeah. And then Black Wid- like Black Widow really so, isn't so, on that level. Well, I'm thinking maybe a good part of it is surprise. I That's think. But I mean, they even it, do it later fought, in the movie. She like, fought, she hard uh, fights. Proxima Midnight later. Yeah. Like, in Proxima Midnight is, is able to, but like. like Okoye handled her. Right? Like, like to really me, that. Well. Again, from the comic books, the power level they should be at, they, they shouldn't. That yeah, fight sure. should have See, gone but that's like we were talking about well, before the rest of the group got here. I know, here. like I said, yeah, I get yeah. for the movie. But that's just, why again, they have someone like Call Obsidian who would just stomp on Black stomp Widow. On but Easy. see, like, all the power levels in the movie are, they're all over the place. Like, in the original Avengers, everybody was, like, super strong. And then in Civil War, they're kind of not because they had to show Vision as an ultimate superpower and, you know, Scarlet Witch as an ultimate superpower. Like... And then now, like, you know, Black Widow is able to take that, who, who's trained by Thanos, and, like, hand-to-hand, one-on-one. I, I don't believe that. Like, the power well, level is so Thanos put screwed her up. under a pile of rocks, so you ain't have to worry about she didn't, yeah. she didn't even she get didn't to even fight Thanos. She didn't even get to fight him. She, she, got, yeah. she got close. She was ass on the edge. Quick side Groot's race. Yeah. Uh, Groot's race is called uh, by the Cree Flora Colossus. Flora Colossus. Flora Colossus, ah, yes. I knew okay. that. Okay. Uh, created by the Gardener. Yeah, uh, by the who uh, who actually had one of the uh, one who of the soul, uh, stones. soul stones. Um, but yeah, so uh, real quick, uh, I got a question about about Cap that I want to <clears> pose <throat> to you guys. Um, we uh, do not get <coughs> any semblance of closure between Cap and Tony from the events of Civil War. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't um, even see each they other. Don't, they yeah. don't even see each other in yeah. this film. <laughs> they haven't talked um, to each other. They haven't talked the, to each other. The line nothing. between um, Bruce and Tony, where there's like, when we're Bruce not says talking. that, like with with when when Thanos is coming, there's no room for not talking. Yeah, you have to make this call, and, and it sucks that it. he doesn't just make. He the doesn't call. just make the call, and I think you uh, see him staring at the phone, and there's that moment where like you you, you know s- he wants to, but. I, I think he knows that he he's the reason they're broke up. And you you can you can even see that like self like resentment when he's like getting frustrated. So that's that's like what a I'm saying. Flip phone. When, he's like, while we flip while phone, we, like you know, you're not mad that it's a flip phone. It that's was a not pretty why you're even conversation because we had civil war. But now that we have Infinity War in our pockets, 
does that change your your perception on on who you thought was in the wrong in Civil War now that you know where emotionally they stand? Tony was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Hands mean, down. Um, again, I, I relate well to, to Tony's side of it and Rhodey's side, but I think they're running into the exact issues that Captain America said they would. Like, yeah. government control is not... It, the, that level of government control is not the answer. Yeah, because yeah, like, Thunderbolt Ross I can't, had I, no intention of letting them go. Right. Yeah, when he sees them... Like, he says, arrest them. That's, he's like, that's oh, his yeah, last yeah, line yeah. he signs. He's like, okay, I got this. And he dismisses hey, him. Can we talk about how much of a prick he is that the world is like in extinction level Like He says the world is on fire. And he's like, I'm still going to arrest these guys that can possibly help us out and have saved the world before twice. Such a prick. Yeah, like, you, you know what? He could go home. Okay, he could just go home. <laughs> but we don't know if he lives or dies. He so. probably, yeah. I'm hoping he did. No, our luck, he, he didn't our luck, disappear. He's okay. He's part, he's, he's, in, he's the leftover. Yeah. Uh, um, but we get the scenes. Oh, uh, I, d- I do want to say uh, the scenes of Banner trying to turn in the Hulk. Yeah. Hilarious as they were. Uh, trying to, and the Hulk just does not want to come out. I, he's scared. Uh, he is don't scared. Don't be scared, though. I was fine. That to me, I think was a little overplayed. I get, I get that I it, didn't, it works, it's but one it, of, I didn't really it's one resonate of the reasons with me. The gray went down. I, d- I don't like the visual element they used for where them he would like split with one yeah. another, where his face split. I mm-hmm. just think visually, I didn't. I, I that wouldn't have been that, my visual. Choice. That was for the average folk. That yeah, was for the average. I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have minded if we had seen the green go in his throat, and, and then, then like that, that then that no, yeah. kind of, like you hear the Hulk. Yeah. I didn't need to see that weird like Jocker Jekyll hide. Crap yeah, because his face like it enlarges. So do on you one think? Do you, so do you think at some point in the next movie we're gonna see? Like a mindscape type thing, cool. uh, where the whole that's what he I, says. That's we what got I was talk. hoping. Yeah, we got I was talk. hoping that that Is Banner Wong still alive. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Banner and Wong had like a, a fairly decent relationship. I feel like Wong I mean, could help Wong him. Wong could help get in there. I would love if they, this is how they bring Doc Samson into it. Yeah, because he's a psychologist. Yeah, yeah. Think think about this though. That's a little tough for them to introduce another. Any no, they've already there. introduced Doc Samson. Doc Samson was in the Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Think, uh, think he was the this. guy from um the Modern right. Family. Modern Family. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. That was Doc Samson. Think that'd about be, this. That'd be a cool they played with the. Right? They played Not with the fact. Doc Samson. Um, yeah. They played with the fact that we wanted Hulk to break out of that suit of armor and start wrecking shit. They yeah. played uh, with it. I said early so on, I was just like, I'm really hoping we just see him trailer. rip out of the Hulkbuster yeah. armor. There's and a, there's a the pop trailer. figure. The trailer, there's yeah. a pop figure of that, of Hulk busting out of the, the which they played, they, they teased did. you and they knew it. They knew you wanted to see it. And then that no. Yeah, it was, it was like, just a hard of, no. I love that. <laughs> I will admit yeah. that. I was fine with the no in the Iron, Iron Man suit. It was just the little ones where he just kept trying as... Yeah, it's, it's it, it was I, if I was a visual director, I would have done something a little different. Um, but yeah, like I I get it. I do like Banner's just like acquiescing, going fine. I'll do it myself. I like <laughs> and that then he, he had a dope Tony, moment. He had like <laughs> Tony level like thoughts there, like putting the gauntlet on his hand and like rocketing him up. Yeah. That's something I could see Tony he, doing. That so so the, one of the best times I've ever read a Bruce Banner comic book is when he's not been the Hulk and he's used his genius intellect to take Hulk level people down and he's puny banner. Yeah, like he's, he's a got brilliant mind. he's got shields you can't break through and like he helped create the vision. Come on. Like I know Shuri's like super smart, but he's super smart I, too. I do like that Shuri kind of called him out on that when they're <laughs> talking about the vision. I'm sure like, you tried why didn't your best. You, 
It's like, did you guys? Also, I didn't we not think talk about, about how it. the vision was created in like a couple hours. Yeah. Well, Ultron did the majority of the work. Yeah, but like yeah. they they put all that together um, in a couple hours. Th- yeah. Think about this though. Th- so, have you you guys have seen the meme where it's the girl walking by and then the yeah. couple's walking? There's a meme out there of uh, Vision and Banner <laughs> oh. together, and he's looking at Shuri like, "What?" Because like, <laughs> like he literally gives Banner a look like, "You didn't think you didn't of doing think what she it. said." Well, let's talk like, about seriously. Let's talk about Wakanda. Uh, serious. The 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 movie of the first ten years. Uh, if any movie was gonna blow them away, Black Panther did it. Yeah. Uh, and it is the momentum movie going into Infinity War. Seriously, I um I I have to say um what, this was one of the films. Uh, Black Panther was one of the films my father did not get to see. He was sick when I went to go see it. Uh, but I saw, I took my mom, um and just my mom, I, I know fun talking about parents but uh she loved black panther so much that when wakanda came on the screen like they when they said oh i know where to go when you saw that panther like rock yeah. formation she was like yeah that's coming from a 60 year old woman yeah, who's dude. like uh, yeah <laughs> right when it panned to him I was like, I know you're going to say Wakanda. And then you heard the... Right? I we were hyped. In the <laughs> back. How okay. good is it that not only like to visually tie these movies together, they also used the, the audio. audio. So yeah. like the Wakandan track, the Avengers track for yeah. like, Captain America, the that... You heard that song playing, you immediately knew you were going to see the Guardians. And that, yeah. As oh, soon yeah. as you heard Rubber yep. Band Man, you were Mar- like, Guardians! Marvel's it didn't even have to say space. I also, has yeah, been that, incredible. it was just space. Space. Yeah. space. Can we can we go through how some of the funnier moments in this whole movie were Drax? We're, uh, so, oh we'll I've get to been, that in a moment. I want to finish this up. <laughs> but no, we're on Wakanda like, right huge, now. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's but, something really redeeming <laughs> about that, but we'll get to that. I really enjoyed that. Well, I wasn't expecting them to show it so soon. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was less than half in the movie. And it was then, early. We're in. We're in like on the third of six stones. Did yeah. you? Like we're uh, before halfway. Uh, did you guys get a a weird? Um, Black Panther kind of played second fiddle in this film. I got a like a weird like he wasn't they, they a. They cut they cut some of his lines from the trailers. Probably because there's but this he one got line, a weird like a I don't know it's just a vibe I well, got. There's kind of like a second. Fiddle I feel character. like he was supposed to have a speech. Because at one point in the trailer, well, he, he has goes, the speech. Oh, you wanted like a Braveheart speech at the like, beginning of the like battle? There, there was supposed to be a speech where he goes, we, do, we fight for all lives or something like that. That's nowhere in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that was um, cut from that trailer. I feel like... I feel like Almost the whole trailer. Yeah, pretty much. And they fo- they, they teased us and, and fooled us on a lot. Oh, which the I Hulk thought, running? Yeah. yeah, the, the Hulk, Hulk running. The ensemble? The group, um, the group ensemble. Uh, yeah. Him and Cap, and he only, only has two stones. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I I don't know. I just got this weird like, like he had played second fiddle. Some of the moments there were really funny, but like uh, Churi was really good. Uh, but um, it, it, I don't know if it's well, just you're right. He was he was taking what? his cue from Cap from Cap, from Cap. Yeah. and I don't know if that was a deferential thing or if that was a like if that was a conscious thing that they did in there or is it just like Cap is such a big presence. It could that also it's be hard that he's actually dealt field. with this before. Like right. Wakanda's he's, always been. Yeah, Wakanda has had nothing to do with anything cosmic. Yeah, so so he's like, I'm gonna defer to Cap also, on this. And was that the Chitari? 
Was that the Chitauri army? Uh, I always when? thought that in the, Wakanda. That, oh, that no. was like those a were feral, the out, those were the outriders. Yeah, those are the outriders. There was they're supposed like to be a feral, general, which we never seen. They're like feral dogs. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, and that's why they kept piling their bodies on on the on the force yeah. field. Yeah. Well, Okoye says that during the fight scene, uh, she goes, "Oh, they're killing themselves to try to open the barrier." Yeah. Uh, or just to care. push it through. Just we to right. push it through. Yeah, the Outriders, uh, they are not born. They are genetically engineered uh, parasite assassin uh, assassin, solely devoted to the whims of its maker. So those huh. are... Those are just you just go kill. You just so the Urukai. Say kill. Point and kill. Yeah, they are just, uh, they are just created. But... but uh, people got excited in the theater when <coughs> Wakanda came on the screen. Oh, people absolutely. Were, we all were. I the mean, hype was real. The music was great. Everybody was doing if their chant. If 10 years ago, someone would have come up to you and said, out of all the characters, Black Panther will be the one that is the universally loved of all the movies. If I, I told you I the told lineup you, of the film. dumb as hell. Honestly, I was more hype when I saw M'Baku. I was like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. M'Baku, yeah. I like when he says, yeah, go page M'Baku. Yeah. He if likes a fight. And I was like, ago, yes. I would have told you the first 10 year lineup and then told you Black Panther is the one that is universally loved. I would have, I would have, I would have not And it. then when he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I forget the exact thing, but he called him we brother. Were Black Panther movie, I wouldn't believe Well, yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing. What was that, Jared? When he called him brother, like when he said it in Wakandan, he said something, oh, yeah. something, yeah. my brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, uh, thank, thank you for yeah. fighting alongside his brother. Yeah, he said, of course, brother. Yeah, so I'm very happy with like Marvel is doubling down on this Wakanda thing, and the more they do it, the happier I'll be. I was hoping, um, I was hoping for an Olympics or, or a Starbucks. Oh the my Starbucks god, Starbucks line. <laughs> I, I, we got to see Okoye kind of like come out of her shell a little bit, and, and I really like. And it. she's been through a lot, you know. She and has. you know what's great? That Starbucks comment is before the the <laughs> two black guys getting arrested. <laughs> like that isn't relevant to this at all. Ouch! But uh, now it's relevant to it. It's hilarious. The, uh, I do love they they were talking about in like some of the interviews like watching like Scarlet Witch, Okoye, and um, Black Widow fight together like uh, three Proxima Midnight yeah Proxima Midnight like doesn't even matter who their opponent is but like three the like the strongest v- female characters we have in that movie like yeah. working together they said it was amazing being able to to do that like, yeah I kind of wish that was a little movie. bit more all, all uh, the actresses who were in out. that scene said they loved it. They right. loved filming that scene. Well, that scene is needed. I think uh, people have really gravitated to putting Marvel on this pedestal of, uh, I'm going to say attempted equality, because I don't I, I don't think anyone has gotten it right up to this point, but this idea where uh, the equality of characters feels natural. Yeah. I'm not just going to throw seven women on a screen to try to appease women and then give them no lines of dialogue, right? right? Yeah. I'm I, like, it, I'm not going to undercut something. I want to make sure it I, feels I, right. I kind of want to. I kind of want to. Want to go back for a second to something the Black Widow uh, said. Uh, I think, and it kind of feeds into kind of where that she's been and Steve's been and yeah, Falcon yeah, yeah. have been and what kind of mindset they're in. Uh, but when they are fighting um, Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight, and she goes, "We don't want to kill you." But we will. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Very, that was badass. Very different group. Very different group. But that was badass, and she's the one that said it. Like, uh, but also, like, Black Widow's never really been against killing. Well, yeah, yeah. She's one of because she. But was, no, she, but she now was, it's a group effort. It's, now, it's and like I think Cap did speak on behalf of all. She spoke on behalf of Cap. Cap's a soldier. He's he was shooting people in World War Two. He'll kill. Yeah. Yeah. Falcon again, another soldier. But I think like. 
like just she they she just looks so badass at that point um and it just carried through to the rest of the movie she's like i don't care how power and i think that's that that speaks a lot to her character she doesn't care how powerful the bad guy is if it's thanos she go run at him who was the one that stabbed Corvus? Was it Black Vision. Widow or Vision? Uh, no, in the, well, no, the, the first, first one. I think it was first time. I think it was. Was it, was was it Cap Widow. or Black Widow? It was I one of them. Black Widow. I think it was Black Widow. I think Black Widow was the one who got. Mm-hmm. I think so who got uh, but, but yeah. that's But seeing her and Okoye and uh, Scarlet Witch fight together that was, was awesome. That was dope. Yeah. And and, you, and it's, as soon as Scarlet Witch came out on that battlefield, she changed the whole landscape. dynamic. Yeah, Why was she sitting up there to. the whole time? Yeah. Why was she sitting up there the whole time? She was the last line of defense for Vision. Yeah. For as soon Vision, as she yeah. left, that's when Corvus Glaive showed up. Like yeah. they yep. said, showed up. She's on the field now. Go, go. Like, she was but there I just, to defend I thought it was, Shuri and Vision. I thought line in that was so when she lifts up the shredders. Yeah. Why wasn't she on the field the whole time? So I also kind of have a theory about that too. Like, uh, uh, Shuri, when she was doing the thing, she was doing something real quick and then pushed it away. And we know you think it's unfinished. I, I, I think that she actually took part of Vision's finished. consciousness. I think she finished. Yeah. So so we're gonna I, talk about that in a moment right? because Brian has a very interesting theory about consciousness. Yes, and, that uh, we're gonna get into and, and I, when we get I'd, into Thanos. I'd spoken a little bit about. Uh, what I think they're going to do with the vision in the future. Uh, it, you know, if, unless they undo everything with it, if they get the gauntlet back, what vision, what will happen is what will I happen earlier. Um, Go ahead. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we're about uh, okay. to get into like, the cosmic okay, so in a moment. Yeah, 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 okay. But we did under. Mystic. We did Wakanda. I think, I think oh, we're we in need a good to talk about Guardians. To talk about space. We need to so talk about space for a moment. Space. Let's with... talk about, uh, let's talk about Guardians and then we'll get into the Forge. <laughs> this is, that uh, I'm pretty sure they only did the titles again so they could do that. Those titles were so irrelevant. Like right? it was, but it was like. But I think they did that on purpose this time because space, so they could space. literally just. Add oh, that you mean space their locations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. They definitely because like they got. Well, Russo brothers love large text locations. No, yeah. Notice, uh, Titan didn't get a location stamp. It yeah. was only yeah. like the irrelevant the guard the irrelevant guardian ones that were just like text. Uh, how about uh? So, <laughs> you. This is not a dude. You are a dude. This is a man. <laughs> this is a, this man. Is a, this is a handsome man. It's like a um, what was it? An angel and a an, pirate had an a angel and a pirate, pirate had a baby. Had a baby. So <laughs> I felt like the Russo brothers walked up to James Gunn and heard exactly what we said, which is, uh, Drax's humor is originated in a kind of innocence. Yeah. When you make him an asshole, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's just not. It's not it's the not same Drex. level of funny. It's not the. It's and, not and the it's, naivety. It's, it's not like the, the, the super literal. Like uh, nothing it's will go over my head. I would catch it. If it's yeah. his literalness. Um, there's a balance between being literal and being an asshole. Guardians Two was heavy on the asshole side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Russo brothers brought it back. This was a redeeming movie for Drax because every scene he's in was hilarious. Him eating the popcorn. How long? How long I swear I'm invisible. Eating, I swear long, I'm invisible. How long, how long have you been there? An hour. <laughs> An hour. I lost. It when he said that, <laughs> and I love Mantis walks in. Hi, Drax. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and he just walks off. He's like, "I'm. I, we can still see you. No, you can't. I'm no, you can't. Sure I'm, I'm pretty sure I have I'm mastered the art of holding so still that I appear invisible." And he's like, "We can still see you. No, you're yeah. eating popcorn." But the but the the, the speed at which the I'm motion, doing it is so slow. It's so slow. It's unnoticeable. And they're like, and then Mantis walks in. Hi, Drax. He's like, 
damn it. Uh, like <laughs> and walk a off. very redeeming film for uh, him. Um but he had he had a severe man crush on Thor. He did, yeah. He had a, um, a heavy well, everybody I like, did. I, I like, um, I like Gamora, mu- massaging Gamora's the muscles. massaging the muscles. Yeah. And he's like, can we stop touching like his the... muscles, please? Can we also talk about how Thor can survive in space? Well, yeah. We like, just live with that. Oxygen? I mean, whatever. Wherever they're in isn't isn't uh, isn't space. They can call it space, but there's there's something there. Like, yeah, we hear explosions. And that was stuff, a different so. realm, though. Like, yeah, who knows? <laughs> and the thing but, is, so how about how about uh, Star Lord being jealous of Thor? So, Not this very, day, sir. Very oh, very uh, Star Lord. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you um, are you changing his voice to talk like him? No, this is how I always. This talk. is how he is copying you know me. Chris <laughs> Pratt is such a likable guy. People forget that Star Lord isn't like that likable. No, no not at all. Like people forget that. Because like, and they show him, they show at the beginning. They're like, "Wills, if they don't want to pay us some cheese, we'll take their ships." And and he's like, "No, we won't." To like Gamora, but like uh, you know, you see him go to He's like, I, "Here's the other thing," and I don't know if this is just the Russo brothers. I like James Gunn. I do. I, I don't know too. if the Russo brothers just think about films in a better way. We saw more progression from Rocket and less screen time yes. as a character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's uh, like, okay, I guess I got to be that captain now. I guess I have now. to be the captain now. Yeah, that was well done. And him and having to talk with Thor. There's a like... lot of character growth for him in less screen time. So you than get, uh, his own dedicated movie, so you, and so, you so like it, that a, was really nice. You don't have a lot to lose. I got a, I got, I got a lot, lot to lose. He did, he did to Thor what Yondu did to him. Yeah. Right, yeah, and that's yeah. what I was thinking. Is it's a continuation of like he's yep. like of Yondu's I, impact. The captain has to be that emotional anchor, anchor yeah. for the for the team. For people. And so yeah. like he's like, well, I guess I got to go be the captain He gives him the eye when he gave him yeah. the eye and said he hit it up his. I lost it. I hit it on uh, my. <laughs> I, I would have washed it. I mean, you know. <laughs> I would have washed that first because the only way I could smuggle that out of there was to how hide it up my. Thing okay, doesn't what's work? Going on? Yeah. How, how about, come uh, this thing doesn't work? Everything is dark. How about, uh, no. yeah. how about preteen, uh, uh, preteen, preteen Groot? Groot? And he's like, I am Groot. And they're like, whoa. I think the tough part about preteen Groot that is turned to be heroic is that the only thing we've ever gotten out of preteen Groot is just. Like attitude. Well, like he, like he didn't care. And because about there's anything. no dialogue, it's yeah. hard to. Well, I think it's because he didn't care about anything. I think what they they were trying to get across is that he's preteen Groot. He didn't care about anything. Blah 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 blah. And then he sees Thor, someone and he idolizes. He sees someone him. in danger, and he was like, "But see, that's the thing. Does he though? Well, is there enough evidence? I don't think to there was enough. He... Here's like all the things we've we haven't seen because we haven't seen preteen Groot in a movie, uh, for the most part." We don't see him in any scenes. We don't have where anything to base We don't have that any moral off. compass for him. We just see him chilling. Yeah. He doesn't care about for anything. He's just hanging out. He's just but aloof. The moment where we finally see someone in danger, he goes, Oh, I should do something. Yeah. And you know not what I mean? just that, though, but like when Thor is taking the full blast of a star, Groot looked at him like, That motherfucker's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and then he sees the maybe two that's pieces the of thing. Stormbreaker. Maybe they're trying to get at this idea that, that, you know, a teen or a teenager can sometimes gravitate. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like somebody, a, yeah. a teenager just isn't going to give it. Like, I think he acted like, like if he had a teenager and again, for the most part, they're not superheroes. They're like scavengers. Yeah. I just they, had they, a, they're, like, they're not superheroes. They're Him acting be, super heroic be, is not normal. Be good. But yeah, it's not their normal behavior.